What's going on, Arkansas? Welcome back to Happier, Healthier, Arkansas. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Daniels, and today, listen, I have with me April Pollard. She's the founder of Women Influencers. She has an incredible, incredible content that we're going to be able to release today, especially as it relates to relationships and community. So April, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. Um, first question I always get started with, with everyone is how do you make Arkansas happier and healthier? That's a really great question. Um, and I love that this is a question that you're asking the people yeah. that you talk to oh, on yeah. your show and just in general when you're out in the community. Because I think, and I am taking kind of a tangent, but the reason I love the question is that I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, and people out in our community, maybe we get really focused on, you know, just serving our clients and just doing the things that, you know, we do every day that we forget there may be another bigger picture. So I love that you bring that back in these conversations back to the community. So how I look at what I do for the community is I really, really, really try to help people understand the, um, like foundation of why they need to build real relationships. Right. And, and I don't mean just like best friends. Like you don't have to be best friends with everyone, but building relationships in the community builds stronger bonds. Yeah. And that connects the different subsets of our community. Um, and so how I've done that in the past has really been connecting people. I feel like I have a knack for creating spaces where people connect yep. and um, creating dialogue. And especially when it comes to community, because we can get so tied up inside of our own lives that we forget about the lives of others, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why um, when you and I were talking, I was like, I need to get you on the show. And it's because I see exactly what you're doing in the Arkansas community to create just that community. One of the ways you do that is Arkansas uh, Women Influencers. Mm -hmm. How exactly did that come about, the, the whole women influencer thing? Good question too. It wasn't meant to be what it is yeah. today. And and even we're kind of like in three different stages right now. We started in 2017. Um, I was part of a networking group. And when I left, there were some women that left with me. And mm -hmm. it really made me think like, well, what value am I bringing? Like, why would they come with me? What, what value am I bringing? We started a women's only networking industry specific, kind of like BNI, kind of mm -hmm. like um, Arkansas Business Networking. Um, where you have industry specific. And I really felt like I, I wanted to bring other female financial advisors along with me. Mm -hmm. And so it made me think like, how can I create a space where I can have someone in the same industry, but not be competitive with them? Like how right. can we collaborate instead of being competitive against each other? So in January of 2017, I just started hosting like a coffee get together. Yeah. And it wasn't anything other than I would bring in speakers and, um, and we went from like six or eight women in eight months to like 40 and then it was 60. Oh, wow. So by 2019, we had three locations. Conway, Little Rock, and Benton Bryant. All happening simultaneously? Yeah, different Fridays, because I tried to go to them. Oh, wow. Because I, I had friends in, in all the communities. Yeah. Um, so we would have these meetings on Friday mornings, and it was just a really great place to build connection. Yeah. And that's when I started realizing, okay, these spaces that are being created are feeding the relationships between women. Yeah. And, and helping us to see that as women, we don't have to be competitive with each other, 
Let's build each other up. And there were other women like me who wanted those deeper connections and also deeper business connections. Yeah. And with, obviously you must, there must be a history of, of connection and community that kind of formed you into the April Pollard today, right? So uh, what did that genesis of you building community look like? Like, like why are you so... Um, why are you so involved with the community? Like, what is your why, right? Because my why is, um, you hear it all the time, right? But I want to make Arkansas the happiest, healthiest state on the entire planet. And I do it through people like you. I do it through people like um, other people that I interview on this podcast. Uh, but obviously you have a why that's creating all of this. And so what, what is that why for you? I needed those relationships. Um, I think there is, I went... <sighs> I don't know where it came from, except I went through school, I went through high school, I went through college, and it was easier for me to hang out with the guys. Mm. And I'm and I'm I've always been athletic, and that's always yeah. been like my space. I play video games, like we talked about, yeah. and and so I don't fit the normal female mold or you know like mm. woman. And there were times in my relationships with other women through high school that I got hurt, and I think through those years. And then coming into, you know, what I do now and seeing that I, I really needed other women in my life, but I didn't know how to go about finding those relationships where they yeah. were um, like both beneficial for both of us, right. where we were leaning on each other. And there are women who have great long-term relationships of like their best friends. I never had that. Mm. And so... I love that for them. And I was looking for, you know, how can I build these relationships with other women? And really, I would say that's my why I needed it. Mm. And I've realized that if there's something that I'm missing that I'm needing, I can't be the only one. Right. And so I think that's what's kind of helped me create spaces. Wow. And um, that's where the and that's where the community piece comes from. Because, you know, even one thing that I struggle with, you know, one thing that I struggle with is actually like I'm not a marketer. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not a marketer. Um, you know, people have told me I'm a good communicator, but I'm not I don't know how to build community like effectively. But one thing that I'm hearing from you is if you want to build a community, especially for people that are listening, if you want to build a community, you find the pain points inside of other people that you're trying to actually build a community around. Mm -hmm. Right. And what's awesome. And I can even attest to this. What's awesome is that you found that need. And not only did you execute off that need, but you you literally radically shifted at least here in central Arkansas, but I'm pretty sure the entire state, of women that get together that are actually influencing the community to make it happier and healthier. And it all stems from something that you decided to create in the genesis of that. Yeah. So when it comes to when it comes to leading these different groups, right? Obviously you said it started with six, you said six to eight people. Yeah. And then in eight months got to like eighty. Um, what was a catalyst for that? Like how did that happen to go from point A six to eight to, to. I, I think it really had to do with maybe the women that were in the room with me. And we probably all shared a want or a need to develop relationships with other women, um, friendships, business relationships, and not really having the space facilitated for us. And so when, when these mm. ladies started coming together and seeing like, hey, this isn't a sales thing and, and there's no pitching and there's real value, right. but then there's relationship building built into the meetings. Um, the second part of that is we moved to a space that was woman owned. 
Um, and so yeah. it used to be honey pies. Now it's blue cake. So okay. the owner, she sold the blue cake company. Um, and you know, that space was really good because not only were we getting together, we were supporting another one of our women. Mm. And I think that's really important, um, that we're showing that support. And then the other part of it is we decided to create an online community and that was done through Facebook. And this was in 2017. Oh, okay. So yeah. in 2017, um, that first like six or eight months, we were just in person. Like we just had meetings. Now I would post the event on Facebook. Yeah, naturally. Um, and I started talking to um, Susanna Escobar, who was like the like the other half of my brain. Like okay. we worked yeah, wow. so well together. I haven't seen her in forever. Um, but, you know, we started talking like how can we bring connection between these once a month meetings? Because at that time it was just Litterock and it was just once a month. So we would meet the second Friday and then you'd go all month and then you meet the second Friday. So one of the catalysts I think was looking at this subset of women and saying, well, how can we create an, a continual space of connection? And, and expand and, it from and there. And expand it. And we didn't expect to expand like it did. Wow. Like that was not <laughs> expected. Um, and then earlier I mentioned we kind of had like three parts. So we were meeting in person, we had three locations, and then COVID happened. Um, we were never meant to be an online platform. We were mm. meant to be in-person connection with a way to connect online. COVID happened and we had no more in-person meetings for like three years. And really we haven't, um, we haven't started having those meetings again, I will say here, but um, after talking to the leadership team, I'm really wanting to get it going back again this September after summer. And I think that'd be excellent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think that'd be excellent. And this is a good catalyst to be able to let people know about. Yeah. I'm holding myself accountable by saying that. Yeah. That's the reason I said it here. Cause I told, I told the leadership team, I was like, everyone's asking me, they're saying we want to do this. We want this space again. And um, as hard as it is for me to say, okay, where's my time capacity? Um, I need it too. So to make myself accountable, I've told the leadership team telling you, mm -hmm. you know, we've got That's to exciting. have these spaces again. Yeah. And you obviously with, with working with a bunch of women inside the women influencers group, um, especially for the women that are listening, what are some key characteristics that you found in a successful woman? I know it's very broad, no, but obviously would, I'm sure that there's some characteristics. Yeah, because characteristics there's, there's different types of success, especially yeah. when we look at the space of being a woman. Um, I have women in my life who are very successful at being a wife and a mother, and that's where they want to be. Um, and I, I admire them for that, that there is a space where they feel very connected and that's what they want to do. And yeah. there's a lot of success in that. And then there are the, the moms who just want to work a couple of days a week and they're successful there. And then you have the full-blown entrepreneur. Yeah. And I would say in all of those spaces, the ability to be, um, I want, I'm going to use the term humble, but that's not really okay. what I'm looking for. The ability to take feedback. So to be able to be told that, hey, that hurt and mm. look at it from the perspective of, man, I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt you. How can I do better next time? Whether that's with your, with your kids or apologizing and saying that with them and modeling for them or with your, your partner, your spouse, or with your girlfriends or with community friends or mm -hmm. business contacts. I think that's really a key characteristic of being successful because we're not always going to be perfect and we're not right. always going to be able to do everything 
you know, at a standard. Yeah. We, we don't run at 100% every day. Right. And so being able to be like, well, yeah, you're right. Hey, how can I, how can I fix that next time? Or what are your thoughts on, on, you know, me being better? How can I treat you better? Or. I, I like that because when it comes to, you know, constructive criticism and being able mm -hmm. to receive constructive criticism. I mean, that's something just just in general in this world. That's something that we don't do enough of. of being is being able to take it, um, but that that humility or or being humble is a part of that, right? But in terms of actually accepting it, you know, um, our our key things here in the clinic in terms of the team that we have, uh, we say ownership, right? Just mm -hmm. take ownership, mm -hmm. take ownership for everything. Take action, take action on the things that you that you're saying that you're going to do, that's also mm -hmm. taking ownership, right? And then have gratitude in every single thing that you do. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, what we found is if we do those three things, I mean, obviously patient care goes up, uh, community relationship goes up, um, you know, life at home, right? Mm -hmm. Life at home goes up. Um, there's a, one of a, 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 good, a good friend of mine, Sean Dill, he says that uh, business problems are actually personal problems in disguise. That's and, really yeah, good. Yeah. And so, That's really good. Yeah, he, he's awesome. Uh, Sean, he has a Black Diamond Club. But um, yeah, in, in BDC, they say, you know, business problems are personal problems in disguise. And so when you look at the, the ability to take ownership or be able to take, um, take constructive criticism, if you can't take that, then there's no room for growth. Mm -hmm. And if we're actually staying stagnant, we're actually heading backwards because mm -hmm. the world is always moving forward, right? The days are always moving Absolutely. forward. It's not like, oh, if I just stay exactly where I'm at today, I'll just keep staying here. You're actually going backwards. We either you're moving forward or you're going backwards. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's really awesome because I, I know you work with a lot of people. So for you to be able to see that characteristic um, is actually really, really humbling, yeah. um, humbling yeah. for me. So for the people that are listening, if there is, if there's something that you could tell them to be able to uh, help make them happier and healthier, right? If there, if there is something that you could tell to the people today, um, what is that one thing that you would, that you would say would radically transform their way to be happier and healthier? It could be mindset, it could be physical, it could be um, spiritual, it could be uh, emotional, mental, it doesn't matter. But oh, what, what are some of the things that, that you do to keep yourself happier and healthier and then what other people could do as well i think one the one thing that i always remind myself of whenever it's a good time or a bad time is that this is temporary so mm. when wow. i know you have a very young child yep. and one on the way yep. and i have an 11 year old and a six year old and there were times it was very difficult i came into this business and my um, well, let's see, in 2017, Luke was, I had a one-year-old. So actually, Bo was only five months old. I forgot about this. Bo was five Whoa. months old when I started Women Influencers. Five months old. So I wasn't sleeping. Oh, and we had a whole farm. Chickens. We had chickens and rabbits and, and pigs and turkeys and pheasants and quail and all of those oh things. My so like, I had these two kids, a new kid, and I started Women Influencers. I did um, sell all my animals because I couldn't take care of everything. <laughs> I keep up with them. Um, but, you know, when hard times come, knowing that this isn't going to last forever, I just have to muscle my way through and, and really think like, what can I do today to affect where I'm at today? And, mm -hmm. you know, it may be six months, it may be a year. I have no idea how long this hard time is going to last, but I know it's not going to be forever. Yeah. 
the flip side of that is that this really awesome time right now that is like so exciting mm-hmm. and so over like over the top wonderful will not last forever and that mindset that Whoa. mindset that realization that i'm not going to be this excited forever helps me know that once i come off the top of the mountain you know you, it's really good you get to the top and then it's like okay kind of mundane and boring uh-huh. or whatever that that really good time's not going to last forever so enjoy it while i'm there but don't be bummed when I'm on the other side of it, because another one will come, yep. you know, hills and valleys, hills yep. and valleys, and just n- knowing that, okay, this is where I'm at. I love it. I love the people around me. I love what I'm doing. Maybe I'm like super stressed out, but this is where I'm at today. Yeah, and essentially taking taking in, take inventory on the things that are happening now. If they're good, hold mm-hmm. on to them and you know cherish them for being in the moment knowing that it's not going to last forever. I mean, we see that with kids, right? I mean, oh my goodness. No. It feels like yesterday my daughter like was just born. And now 16 months running around talking. It's like but know. you know, and I know that these days aren't going to last, but holding on to what holding on to what's happening now, um, knowing that it's not going to last forever so that way I can cherish it, but also when times are difficult and when, when you are struggling and when things are happening to be able to know that that too is also temporary mm-hmm. because life is all about ebbs and flows. It is. Um, what are some ways that people can uh, can reach out to you, get to know you, hear more about you? Yeah, so they can find me on Facebook. I do have Instagram. I do have LinkedIn. I'm there, you can find me there, but I'm not active there. I really don't think as people, we have enough capacity to do all the spaces yeah. and it's very yeah. difficult. So I agree. I'm very involved um, in one-on-one relationships with people. So what that means is I stick mainly to Facebook. I can facilitate mm-hmm. that. I've got a routine with it. Um, and so you can find me on Facebook. It's April Pollard. Okay. Um, it's a picture of me in a black outfit and you know, sitting, sitting just professional photo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just reach out and um, I'm happy to have lunch or coffee. I don't prefer to do things in the, I prefer not to do things in the evening because mm-hmm. I want to go home family. Yeah. yeah to my sure. family. Um, so things during the day. Okay. Well, yeah. um, thank you so much April for coming out. Uh, this was awesome. I'm sure that people that are listening got massive amount of value for it. Uh, and I cannot thank you enough for helping make Arkansas happier and healthier. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely.